Hello, guys. Welcome to Speaking English Podcast. I'm your host, Bella, and I'm here to help you to improve your English listening and gain new perspective of the world. Every episode, I share with you motivating stories and fascinating facts about our planet, different countries, and cultures. We talk about human brain, emotions, happiness, love, and friendship. This is not just a language podcast. It is a podcast about life, beautiful itself. Welcome back, friends. So happy that you are here today with me. I hope you are doing well. And let's start talking about a very interesting topic that I chose for you. We are going to talk about creativity. First, let me ask you, do you enjoy creating? You know, there are two types of people, those who create and those who consume or use what others created. So who are you? Sometimes I think that all of us, we can be both. And most of us, unfortunately, more users than creators. The balance is actually very delicate. And today we will talk about why we should do our best to achieve that golden mean. So our life is not only about consuming or using what others create. We will also try to understand uh, who are those creative people? Uh, what qualities do, ha do they have? And what is real creativity? And first, let's define or explain word creativity. By the way, this episode is based on the research of one of my favorite professors of psychology, I mentioned him a couple of times already. So, Mihai Chikchen Mihai, a Polish uh, professor, his book Creativity, the Psychology of Discovery and Invention, I highly recommend it to read this book. As almost everything he writes, this book is quite deep and not an easy reading, but it's gold, guys. I'm telling you, it's worth it. Just to start with, creativity is mental activity, which in result brings into existence something genuinely new that is valid enough to be added to the culture. It's a little bit not easy to understand. I'm going to repeat. Creativity is a mental work. And in the result, you have something absolutely new. But what's important is that this new thing is valued or appreciated enough to be added to the culture. The problem is that this term 
creativity is commonly used too much. So to clarify this, we will distinguish at least three different phenomena that we can call by creativity. So the first type refers to people who express unusual thoughts, who are interesting and maybe even stimulating, and who seems to be unusually bright. Someone who has varied interests and quick mind. The second type describes people who experience the world in a very original way. These individuals whose perceptions are very fresh, whose judgments are insightful, and who make important discoveries, but only they know about it, and it doesn't really affect the world around them. And this is more kind of subjective nature of creativity. It doesn't really affect anyone else, but just those people. And the final type, final type. So these people like Edison, Picasso, Einstein or Leonardo da Vinci, they have changed our culture in some important respect. And they are the creative ones without qualifications. Because it's obvious that their achievements are by definition public. So to speak, it affected everyone, not even just one society, but throughout the centuries. And what do we need to know about creativity is that there are actually different ways of being creative. So let me explain. I have been asking people before doing this podcast, I thought it would be a nice idea to kind of ask people around, uh, what do they know about creativity and what do they think creativity is? And this what people were telling me, actually majority of people I talk to think that creativity is a gift, kind of, like a talent that a person is born with. However, let's just make things clear here, guys. It's not the case. Real, true creativity, it's something that you develop by working hard, using that talent or the gift that you have, but making it more developed. So to have a talent or a gift is not enough to become creative. Okay, let's imagine that we've got this talent. We're very talented. So what do we do? You need three things to be an original thinker. First, you have to have a tremendous amount of information or a big database. For instance, if you are a musician, 
you're talented with music, right? So you should know a lot about music. In other words, if you were born on a desert island and you never heard music, you are not likely to be a Beethoven. You might, but it's not likely. You may imitate birds, but you're not going to write the fifth symphony. So you are brought up in an atmosphere where you store a lot of information in the subject you are talented with. Second, you have to have the kind of memory that you need for the kind of things you want to do. And you do these things which are easy and you don't do things that are hard for you. So what happens is you get better and better by doing something that you do well and eventually you become either a great tennis player or a good inventor. Or because you tend to do those things that you do well and the more you do it, the easier it gets, right? And the easier it gets, the better you do it. And eventually, you become very one-sided, but you are very good at it. And you're not great at anything else because you didn't do that, because you don't do it well. This is what engineers call positive feedback. So listen to this. This is very important. The small difference is at the beginning of life become enormous differences by the time you've done it for 40, 50 or 80 years. So first, you have to start with a big database and then you just do something that you do well 100 millions time, which called repetition and then you become very good at it. Fact number three, what you need to be creative. This is my favorite actually. So the book says that uh, one more interesting thing about being creative is that you cannot only think good ideas or right ideas. You cannot only write beautiful songs, for example. You must think a lot of music. You must think a lot of ideas, a lot of whatever. And if you are good, you must be able to throw out the trash, like bad ideas, right away, without even saying it. In other words, you need to get or produce many ideas. And when you produce the idea, you have to know how to get rid of them because you are well trained and you realize that this is just not going to work. But when you see the good one, you say, oh, that sounds interesting. Let me work on this one a little bit more.
and you start developing it and improving it, right? So this is very important and it's crucial. So let me just repeat it. You cannot think only of good genius ideas. That's why think of as much ideas as possible. Think stupid ideas, think crazy ideas, but think ideas. A good creative person does that. To sum it up, we can say that a creative individual is well-trained so he has, first of all, a big amount of information or knowledge in the field. Secondly, he tries to combine ideas because he enjoys writing music or enjoys inventing. And finally, he has the judgment to say, this is good, I'll pursue this further, and this is trash, forget about it. So now let's talk a little bit about differences. Uh, why creative people are so different and you can feel, you can tell when you see how they behave, what they do. It becomes obvious that these people are special, you know. So creative individuals are remarkable for their ability to adapt. So they can easily adapt to almost any situation and they can do with whatever is at hand to reach their goals. Also, creative individuals have a great deal of physical energy, but they are also often very quiet and addressed their work long hours with great concentration. But it doesn't mean that creative people are hyperactive, always on constantly running around. In fact, they often take risks and sleep a lot. But the important thing is that the energy they have is under their own control. It is not controlled by the calendar, the clock, or the external schedule. But when necessary, they can focus it like a laser beam. When it's not really needed, they immediately start recharging their batteries. What most important is that this ability, uh, this is not a biorhythm they inherited with their genes. It was learned by a trial or an error, and it was learned as a strategy for achieving their goals. Creative individuals tend to be smart, but also they are very naive at the same time. And one more uh, interesting and I would say paradoxical trait refers to the combination of responsibility and irresponsibility and I think you know what I mean sometimes we can we can see that a writer or a 
a singer or whoever is talented at create creative at the same time sometimes you see them and like hmm they are very interesting <laughs> so this is the combination they have and last thing um, which is worth to mention is that normal people are rarely original but they are sometimes bizarre or like weird but creative people it seems that um, they're original but without being weird and their novelty is rooted in the reality so i hope you enjoyed this information that i shared with you and please as usual feel free to comment feel free to reach me out and tell me what you think plus um, listening to this podcast you can kind of ask yourself do i have this creativity features do i look like these creative people what i have to do to become creative because as we mentioned in the beginning Yes, you have to have a gift or a talent, but if you do not develop it or work on that, you will never become creative. This gift or talent will be sitting in you with doing nothing. So try to find that gift or talent that you have. I'm sure you have it. And when you find it, work hard on it so you can develop and become a creator. And it brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear your feedback, guys. I'm sure you too have a story to share. Please feel free to email me to learnwithbella at gmail.com. Thanks for being here with me today. It has been a pleasure. I'm your host, Bella. Take a good care, speak English, and make sure to come back. Bye.